In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today the Church remembers St. Hilda, an abbotess in the Christian Church. Now, the Celtic monasteries were a little bit different than when you think of your contemporary Roman monastery. Celtic monasteries had both men and women. The Celtic Christian Church in England was very strongly run by the abbots and the abbesses. To give you a sense of it, early abbesses and abbots were meant to... I think it was St. Bridget who said, or demanded demanded that bishops should be sent to her church, that there be right order in her churches. It was a very different structure than Roman structure. But Hilda was a faithful abbotess and cared for the household of God. The message we have in the gospel is about the unity we have in Christ Jesus, an indissoluble bond that is present with us as our Lord has made us one. That bond is in holy baptism. And it is a bond that we say cannot be broken. One that means we cannot be taken one from the other. It is not possible. And Jesus tells Peter, something that is both a promise and a high calling for us. Jesus promises us that we will have family in the gospel of Christ. Now, that doesn't just mean we'll have friends, we'll have buddies, we'll have acquaintances. That doesn't just mean we have passing people that we see every Sunday, God willing, on Wednesday nights. It doesn't mean that we encounter one another as just people who are part of some earthly organization, some sort of club, some sort of meeting place, and afterwards we leave and don't think about one another. Jesus tells Peter that we will have brothers, sisters, fathers, mothers, children, and inherit eternal life. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but that sounds like God intends for a deep and abiding bond among the faithful. Now, we're approaching the season of Thanksgiving and I have seen myriad cartoons, myriad um, stories, all these things that come out around this season, some even joking about families planning on PowerPoint presentations what not to say at Thanksgiving dinner so we don't set off the rest of the family. We are, after all, in the Christian church a family. Some of us go to different rooms. We have the Roman Catholic room, the Episcopal room, we have the Orthodox room, we have the Baptist room, the Presbyterian room, the Lutheran room. I could go on and on and on. But we are but one family, and that goes for our families, our households of faith as well. Hilda, as an abbot, 
Abbas, I should say. Ha abbas, my goodness. And this goes online, isn't that great? As an abbas, someone could have corrected me early on. You tried, okay. He tried, all right. Someone tried. Well, as an abbas, had to care for a whole household of God. And if you talk to monks, that means solving personal space disputes. That means this person sleeps too loudly in the room next to me. That means that person hasn't done the work agreed to. It goes on and on and on. But what we hear in Christ's gospel today, what we hear in the reading from the Ephesians, is that in Christ we have a bond that endures and one that is real. One that carries us beyond our differences and carries us because we are bound in the very heart of God. For in my family, it's not whether my family and I agree that makes us family. It's not whether we observe the same rules at the dinner table that makes us family. It's blood. It's love. It's life. It's a deep and abiding commitment, one that is sometimes made in biology, one that is sometimes made in adoption, one that is sometimes made in marriage, but it is a commitment bound in love that is, makes us family. And it is one that endures uncomfortable Thanksgiving dinners. It's one that endures conflict and struggle and stress and strain. It is one that sits and sacrifices time and time and time again because of a love that is born for us and for one another. We have tonight in our gospel a promise and a purpose. A promise that in Christ we are never and will never be estranged, alone, or pushed out. We have that promise that we are bound in the love of God, but we also have a purpose. And that means as grace has been shown us, as love has been shown us, we must do so for others. Treating the people we meet here not simply as passing acquaintances, but as members of one family, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of us all. Amen.